hello hello life chasers welcome back to life goes on podcast you already know who's speaking it's your girl judy juju team you know the deal whichever one you want to call me today and it's brandy y'all yep 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 so um uh, brandy i think we have like a special surprise today we have a special special guest in the building <laughs> so who is that special guest it is christina Puccio. yes yes it's that girl oh my god hello <laughs> yes. life chasers oh so christina actually has been like a ride or die um support from day one fan and we that are I so excited yes. to have her so you want to tell the life chasers a little bit about yourself christina sure so i actually work with both jude and brandy um We are graduate interns at Regis College, Mm -hmm. which is quite a time to say. (laughs) For sure. Um, So I've definitely been able to connect with them a lot more Mm -hmm. um, on both a professional level as well as a personal level Mm -hmm. because they've grown to be some of my greatest friends. So it's an honor to be on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's an honor to have you, honestly. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. This is fun. This is going to be a time. Uh, A time. Great conversation. (laughs) So like, what is that conversation going to be? Like, what do we talk about today? So we're talking about siblings, mm. not having siblings, mm-hmm. a.k.a. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like having siblings versus being an only child. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting into all of that juice today, y'all. Yes. All of it. All that family fun. So I think mm-hmm. first we should start off to kind of like explaining like our perspectives on siblinghood. Is that what it is, siblinghood? I don't think that's a word. Because, you know, sisterhood, brotherhood, what mm-hmm. is it? I don't think siblinghood is a word. So what is it? Siblings. <laughs> 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 yeah, but we can explain, I guess. Um, okay, let's have our guests go first. Yes. You want me to go first? Yeah, okay, girl. well, this is an interesting topic for me just because I am an only child. Mm-hmm. So my entire life, I've more so grew up with the idea of what having a sibling would be like was just mm-hmm. something that would always linger in my head. Um, I do come from a very big family, mm-hmm. um, so I grew up with a lot of cousins around me, which were what I would Im- imagine to be were like siblings. Mm-hmm. But it's always been something that I guess I wanted because I see how close pretty much every person I know mm-hmm. is with their siblings, mm-hmm. even my parents included. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's nice having somebody there that understands everything because they come from exactly where you came mm-hmm. from. So I think for me it's more so – not necessarily on the lonely side because I've always been surrounded by, mm-hmm. you know, loving people that I was really close with. But, you know, just having like that sibling bond and always hearing people talk about it, you know, I like kind of envy that in a way. Mm. Was there ever a moment where you like asked your parents from for a sibling? Oh, so many times. And what they say? So funny thing about that is that they always said that it just wasn't in the cards, which mm. it actually wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. I know my parents always wanted more kids, and mm-hmm. they've always reminded me of that, you mm-hmm. know, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just always been something where they always made me feel loved and special, mm-hmm. even though that was the case where they did want a bigger family. But they knew that they at least had me, which mm-hmm. was something to them that was just a gift. Oh, you were... You're a gift to us, too, Christina. You're a gift to us, too. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you consider some of your your cousins and, like, your close friends as, like, yo, that's my sister. Like, if I had a sister or if I had a brother, like, that would be them. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that growing up, um, specifically, so I grew up in a two-family house. So it was an apartment at the top of the house and then an apartment at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I grew up at the bottom with... um, 
my godmother mm-hmm. and her two kids. And Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so both of my cousins, the names of Andrew and PJ, like I grew up with them as my siblings growing mm-hmm. up. Um, but also every other every weekend for the mm-hmm. most part or every week I would always see relatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was something like for me like, "Oh, I'm going to go see, you know, Sophia this week. I'm mm-hmm. going to go see, you know, this one this week." So I was never alone. Like I always mm. had someone to play with. Okay, mm. that's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Just a different dynamic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miss Blaze. Yes. Yeah, so as y'all know, I'm one of three. I'm the middle child. You know, this middle children. Weird. Um. So I have one older sister, one younger sister. Um. It's three girls across the board. Um. Y'all know my sisters are like my everything. Mm-hmm. They're my best friends. Brandy's trying to coin the term siblinghood over here, but we'll work on Hashtag that. Hashtag siblinghood. We'll if y'all feel that. it, uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, three. You know, I want three kids. Like, I just, I mean. Oh, on one accident. thing I do want to add, though, is like, we might get into this a little bit later, but like, um, my parents, like, growing up, they always, like, emphasize the importance of my sisters and I being friends. Like, mm-hmm. even if my sisters and I, we disagree or whatever the case may be, like, we don't fight for long. Like, it'll be like we have an argument and then we're it's like, over. so do you want to hang out? Or, like, so th- there really was never a thing of, like, animosity between me and my sisters, which I know is, like, a reality for a lot of, like, families and siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's never been the case in our house. We've always been, like really good friends i think the biggest argument we had my mom was like y'all need to cut it out right now because i'm not having it who said it lasted like 30 minutes who said sorry first Mm -hmm. or who is quicker to say sorry in your house out of your sisters i know it's not you yeah it's not brandy (laughs) (laughs) it depends on what it is and like mm-hmm. what the person needs so like Dashana mm-hmm. like she'll be quick to say sorry if she needs like a rat or like something like that if you're gonna do something oh, you're gonna be okay. like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry uh-huh. we're all good um I'm actually a quick apologizer uh, Trisha no. Trisha can hold a, like a little bit of a grudge she's mm-hmm. so much better now but she used to like hold grudges and she'd be like oh yeah. wow That's I'm really funny. yeah I'm, a, I'm a, I'll be like I'm sorry my bad I, I, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what's up, though. Um, okay. Yeah, y'all. I, I think y'all know the deal over here with me. I am one of eight. Um, funny that we went over this. Um, we started with, you know, no siblings, Christina, and then Brandy had, like, kind of a middle, f- mid- medium-sized fa- family. And yeah, then over like here, the I'm average. like, yes, over extreme. You know, my parents decided that, they would not stop until eight. Um, And that was an interesting dynamic growing up. Um, I am the eldest girl in my house. So I'm like the second mom. So that was really fun in terms of quote unquote, as Brandy likes to say, siblinghood. Mm -hmm. Um, You led the pack. Yeah, (laughs) I definitely had no choice to. Definitely had no choice to, especially in our culture. I definitely had, um, it was either that or nothing else. Um, So, yeah, I have six brothers and one sister. So it's two of us against 
um, or I should say two of us following the rest of the boys because we kind of lead the pack as a dynamic duo. Um, but yeah, so that's my family and we'll go into it more. Um, so Brandy, you started talking about like the fact that you were <coughs> friends, like your mom made sure that you made it a point for you all to be friends mm-hmm. with each other. How did that come to play? Like how did that develop, that friendship develop besides the sistership? So I think just in life in general, like with your siblings, it's like these, I think with friends, people have like different temperaments. Like, of course, me and my sisters, we have different temperaments. Like my little sister is very extroverted. Um, My older sister is like very intuitive and wise. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just all over the place. (laughs) But um, I think it's nice to have people that have the same experiences as you um, within the family. Like they understand like the dynamics of the household like they understand the relationships that your parents have um that sometimes a lot of your friends might not understand because they're not literally living with you um and I think it's also the thing of like the things that get under your skin you're so used to if that makes sense so like the little things of like you taking the shower when I said I was just about to jump into the shower but I hear the water running I hate like you know what I mean it's like little things like won't get me caught up with my sisters but like if a friend were to do that I feel like I would be very like on edge so I feel like I I let things slide more with my sisters Mm. that's interesting that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. Christina so as an only child you know do you have friends that I think we asked you before but you said yeah you have friends that are like you find them as like your siblings or like you consider them your siblings do you have that relationship with them where it's like some things i let slide but some things they won't or like your cousins like really close cousins i definitely think so i feel like with a dynamic like that it's more so not even just on like a blood basis but Mm. most of the time i've like caught myself doing that depending on who I am closest with and what our relationship is so it's more so like oh well this is my best friend I've known her for x amount of time like most of the time if something she does irks me it'll just be out in the open and I'll just say it and that also goes along with my cousins too um it's kind of funny I have a lot of cousins that will tell me like oh you're like our third sister or Mm. you're like the sister we never had Um, that's cute so for me, it's always nice to feel like you are a part of that pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing that I also really love about my family is even though I am an only child, I've never been treated like I was one mm-hmm. for the most part within my family. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't something that was ever thrown in my face more so than it was outside of my family. You know, even from when I was younger all the way up to college, honestly, um, I've had people, you know, say, you're close with your family? Like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And for me, because I've been with a family member literally every day of my life for the most part, um, I really never understood a lot of the concepts that were more Americanized, where it's like, oh, we only see someone in our family when it's a holiday. Okay. Or mm-hmm. You're like someone passes or something mm-hmm. like that. So they look at me as like, I'm the weirdo, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but for the most part, I feel like. I have different relationships Mm -hmm. with everyone in my life, specifically my cousins. Like there's some that like I could go to about relationship advice Mm -hmm. versus others where I can go to just when I need to cry and vent about Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And then others that I know that I can call when I just want to have a really good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even though I don't have siblings, it's like I have 
options uh, <laughs> of people to hang out with more uh-huh. so where um I look at them and it's like it's nice to have someone there all the time mm-hmm. but also knowing that even though I'm not at that standard that I still have that within my family yeah. always makes me feel really comfortable because believe it or not it's rare for me to have that outside mm-hmm. of my family mm. there's only I want to say three people mm-hmm. that I would consider like just like family members mm. in terms of friendships that mm. have treated me like that where I know their families they know mm-hmm. mine they don't look at me as some sort of weird outcast because whenever it's like oh there's a family party they're like okay I'm coming over mm. because they know mm. the deal you know yeah so I think it's kind of like a double standard it's like interesting being an only child because one end it can be seen as very lonely but then on my end the way I grew up mm. I've always had someone there that's beautiful I think that's really beautiful I I definitely think that plays into, for me personally, like growing up, the stereotypes that I heard of or like I knew of only children, where it's like they never really had anyone to be around with. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, my friends in middle school who were only children, I'd be like, you don't understand what my, what my life is like because, like, your parents have all the attention on you. You know, they, mm-hmm. they only have to deal with one person where mine has to deal with, like, X amount of, of mm-hmm. children. And... But I think I really appreciate how your parents were able to, even though, because you mentioned that before, like they would want a bigger family, but like even though that wasn't in the cards for them, they still gave you the opportunity and like access to create strong relationships with your cousins, like people yeah. around you, you know, your godmother, your god siblings, I should say. Um, and I think that's really beautiful. That's really good. Yeah, but you know what's actually interesting that you say that is that even from my perception of other only children that I've encountered, mm-hmm. very, very different. Mm, yeah. And I know that also comes with, like, background-wise. Yeah. Um, but I know in my family, like I said, I've always been surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. And other only children, they're like, oh, like, you know, my parents are never home or mm. I don't spend time with them as often mm-hmm. versus me. My parents were literally up my butt even now. Yeah. Um, so I would say that's also a blessing and a curse because mm. a lot of the stereotypes that I'll get from outside people is, oh, you must be a spoiled brat. Mm. You, know? yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say that. you get everything. And that's not exactly the case. You know, my parents always like taught me things along the way. They didn't yeah. just hand everything to me. Um, and that also includes just like, values like valuing Mm -hmm. people um even just like work ethic like i'm here getting a master's degree and i didn't do that because i'm a spoiled brat Mm. so shout out it's about hard work finger Mm. snaps to that fingers finger snaps to that um i definitely (laughs) to continue with the stereotypes um when i first met you like i did not think you were for only child and it's only because like what i perceived only children mm-hmm. to be like and like act like i didn't think you were an only child at all and when you started you know talking about your family in my head i'm like wait she got no siblings oh she doesn't mm-hmm. act like she doesn't have siblings because you have that you have that energy like you're used to being around a lot of people mm-hmm. that's what it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. yeah well i know what's interesting for me too is on my dad's side of the family, I'm the oldest grandchild, mm-hmm. like out of all of them, and there's seven of us. Mm-hmm. But then on my mom's side of the family, I am the youngest mm. out of six. Mm-hmm. So I've also grown up in a different dynamic on each side of my family as mm-hmm. well, because I come from a huge Italian family. Everyone's in each other's business. Like I said, we're together 24 mm-hmm. seven. Whenever something's happening, everyone knows. So <laughs> I've had the experience of being treated what 
is more so like the baby of the family yeah. as well as what it's like being treated as the oldest and needing oh, to be so like that's the so responsible cool. one mm-hmm. wow so. that's so cool yeah it's definitely different from most of the stereotypical perceptions mm-hmm. of an only child yeah so brandy what do you feel like are some perceptions or stereotypes of being the middle child stereotypes of being the middle child um well i know what middle children are like so So i think one of the stereotypes is that like um we're like very we're like people pleasers Mm -hmm. like because we're in the middle like we're always trying to like yeah make sure that everyone's good um but i think we're really great communicators i think we're really reliable um and in terms of social order we're also the most creative Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who told you that? Studies have shown. I will find the data for you, okay. Miss Felix. All right, so she's going to put the data in because I have, <laughs> I have never heard that data. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of social order related things. It's actually so interesting. So when – the reason why I ask because in my family, since we have an even number, um, we often argue about who are who has middle child, older child, and baby – younger child qualities right Mm -hmm. and so i would really like that data because i would like to study my siblings and figure out um you're definitely a middle child yeah it's really interesting and like they usually say like the youngest one is like the most um reckless Mm. Mm -hmm. the older ones are the most responsible Mm. my phone's not loading now but i got you later (laughs) so she'll, she'll put that data up she'll put that data up um Stereotypes about being a big family. Um, I have heard all of them. I have heard, been through all of them. I heard, um, I know when we were growing up, one of the biggest things or, you know, the biggest questions that my parents got was, are those all your children? Because um, it's like, what? People don't have a lot of kids like that anymore. Or it wasn't the norm. And then also, I think the responsibility piece that you were talking about that, you know, the older siblings often, especially with a big family, often parent the younger siblings more than the parents parent the siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I always thought about that because um, I didn't want necessarily to be like have to take up that take up that responsibility. But I remember there was a certain point where like I got upset at my parents. Because my siblings, younger ones, got away with a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. And that's another um, stereotype that happens where it's like, especially when you have a lot of um, kids, that the ones who were there in the beginning, like the older ones, they are more structured or more like raised in a more strict household than the younger ones. And um, I remember, yes, having multiple conversations with my parents that. You know, this is kind of unfair that um, they get to do X, Y, and Z, and I didn't. Mm. Um, they always hit me with um, that it's a different time, and we're learning. I'm like, y- y'all couldn't learn when I was there? <laughs> when you were raising me, you didn't, you weren't learning? <laughs> um, but that was very interesting. Um, being Obviously, being the eldest girl, there's, you know, mm, cultural mm. stereotypes and messages that's placed on mm. us. <clears throat> that um, we had to be, you know, home at a certain time, that the only places that I could go was home, school, and church, um, that um, I couldn't really have. I had friends, but I couldn't really hang out with a lot of them outside because I had to be at home. Um, I remember explicitly one moment where I 
had asked my dad, hey, can I go to my best, best friend's Hope's house? My dad had the nerve to say, no, your mom needs your help at home. <laughs> wow. I was like, With what? I was like, how dare you <laughs> tell me that I can't be a child? You know, so um, that's what I personally went through. But siblings wise, I think you said something that really like had me thinking where I think you said you had a person for like every occasion or like someone to go to for anything, like everything where it's like, you know, someone to call up if you need to go party or you need to talk about something serious or you right, talk about yeah. like I, I definitely have that in my family. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest blessings of having being raised in a big family as mine. Um, I have my sibling who, like, if I need to cry or if I need, like, yell or get mad, like, I know who to talk to. Mm-hmm. If I need the update on sports and everything, I knew who to talk to. If I need to be educated or challenged, I know who to not to talk to, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that's that's a great thing about having a big family where since all the personalities are so different under one roof, um, you also get a chance to, you know, learn how you react in different situations because you're always dealing with that constantly. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot. Trust me, it's a lot. But at the same time, you do. Yeah. And I definitely have siblings that I don't want to say my favorite sibling. I don't necessarily have favorite siblings. Um, but I do have siblings that I'm not necessarily too, too close with or like, you know, I could, I, I don't want to say I could do without, but. What about, like, your parents? Like, that's something I've always been curious to ask. And this is for both of you guys to answer this question. Like, have you ever felt like your parents have a specific favorite sibling? Oh, I've asked my mm-hmm. mom. I've asked my, we <laughs> asked my mom on a regular basis. Like, a regular basis. And what she told me, and I had to sit down and, like, really take it in because at first I didn't believe her, right? My mom told me that she does not have fi- a favorite child because she had to learn because she had to learn each country that she was dealing with and I was like what are you talking about mama she was like I had that's to learn. my mom yeah I had to learn each country and I love each country which is each of her children differently mm. and I was like but I asked you if you have a favorite child she's like no I don't and like as as I got older I started to understand what she meant by that that you know, she actually doesn't have a favorite. Um, but she, for us, it might be like, oh, she shows a lot of affection or, like, physical touch affection to, you know, this one sibling. But this one sibling, not so much. Mm-hmm. And for us, we was like, oh, it's because you don't favorite them as much. But from what now I understand is that we, like, one of my siblings, the youngest one, he needs physical attention and touch in order for him to feel like he's loved mm-hmm. where like my older siblings don't really need it it's like hey mom just check into me and like i'm okay type of thing right mm-hmm. Interesting. yeah i agree because i think like my mom obviously says she's like i don't have favorites blah 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 um but i think we all have different strengths mm-hmm. so like if my mom needs someone who has a lot of patience to deal with something yeah. then she'll call on one kid mm-hmm. if um she wants to talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. She'll call on me. <laughs> um, if she wants to talk about something that's difficult, she'll call on like us. So she knows our strengths. Yeah. And then she plays off of that. Mm-hmm. And I think depending on what you're looking for, it may appear as though they have a favorite. Yeah. But I think they love us all for different reasons. 
and that, that's that, that's really valid mm-hmm. and growing up like you don't you obviously don't see it you know because it's like oh well you know you're you go to this one for this all the time but like your mind is off your eyes are obviously blinded but um it is something that you have to learn growing up as like having a big family but or having like siblings in general um but it's the same thing with like you like you don't necessarily have like a favorite sibling like for me personally i don't have a favorite sibling but like at the same time just like my mom i have a sibling that i can go to for that different strength that i need in that moment um and i think that's what's beautiful I know my dad has a favorite, but he has yet to tell me. So that's another conversation. (laughs) Yeah, I had to ask that because what's funny is that in my family, I've noticed a lot where we come from like a lot of different subfamilies. Like both of my parents, they're one of four siblings each. Mm -hmm. And then they're also very close with their like first cousins. Mm -hmm. So basically I have tons of people that I call auntie and uncle Mm -hmm. and they're not actually that, but (laughs) that's just growing up Italian. Um, But I think... What's interesting is that there's some of them who have multiple kids mm-hmm. where it's very clear as day who their favorite is mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. others where you couldn't tell yeah. if even if it smacked you on your face. Mm-hmm. So I just find it interesting because, like, you know, as an only child, you get all these different specific stereotypes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think at times you know people with siblings really realize the amount of stereotypes that are also behind that as well. Yeah. You know? Um, it's more so like again with the only child like you get singled out Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. Um, so I think more so too I know with me growing up like my parents were always on top of me like Mm -hmm. even now I'm 22 years old and my parents will still be like what are you doing who are you going (laughs) out with what's the deal Mm -hmm. did you eat today you know Mm -hmm. so I just I find the dynamics very interesting because it really depends on the family and the, the people that you're surrounded by. It's not for just, sure. like, one type of family. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I definitely had to – I learned that because I – there's a family that we are close with, and they also have a lot of um, a lot of children also. I think they have seven right, right now. Yeah, they have seven, and we have eight. And we're, we practically, like, we're raised, like, side by side. Um, they, they go to our same church. And I – always wondered like okay like the dynamic between like our household how like we have a lot of kids and like you know sometimes it the stereotype is like you know having a lot of kids is always chaotic and everything it's always you know and I always wondered like do they feel that same thing you know having so many siblings do you feel like it's chaotic oftentimes um personally yeah, there were times where it definitely felt chaotic but like it my house wasn't my house unless I felt that chaos like that organized chaos as my mom likes to put it because she controlled the chaos in the end of the day Mm. yeah but I think that that really I don't think I also grew up although I knew some of the stereotypes but like I didn't really pay attention to them too much because I personally there were times where I was always envious of having like a smaller family where it's like you know I could handle more you know less siblings um or like how would it be if I was the only child I would have more intentions directed to me but at the same time it's like you know now what I realize especially with the attention thing like I had a big problem with some of my friends who um were the only child and like took their the attention that their parents gave them for granted and I was always upset with that and I think that was the biggest stereotype that I held to myself um and definitely had a bias against you know only siblings because only children because it's like you have everything like literally you have everything I have to fight for what I want in my house, you know? 
I mean, I definitely understand <laughs> that. Um, but in terms of like everything, like what do you mean by everything? Um, girl, I'm pretty sure it was just like attention. Like, you know, if your parents asked, if you asked your parents for this, like they could provide it for you. But like for, in my eyes, like I, if I asked my parents for things, like they have to take into consideration, okay, you asked me for this. Your sister also asked me for that. Your sibling, your brother mm-hmm. asked me for this, you know? And so also it's like, if you want like a treat, you know, my mom, when she would like go to the bank, for example, right? With me by myself, because I had a lot of time to go out. She would get lollipops for everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I get it. But, like, you don't always have to think of that. And I'm just like, but th- she does. So, right. Mm. No, I definitely get that. Um, but even growing up, too, like, what you just said in terms of, like, oh, like, your parents can get that for mm-hmm. you. Can and actually will are yeah. two different things. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that also – again falls into like another one of those like stereotypes where it's like oh you're an only child you have everything you have Mm -hmm. you know the parents that are all about you you can get whatever you want when you want it and I think for me growing up like yes my parents you know did a great job at providing for me but I also think to a lot of that they taught me like they would never just hand me something because I simply said I wanted it Mm. So it's more so, again, also depending on the people that are raising the child, too, because I also have other cousins that are only children, Mm. and some of them are just, (laughs) I love them to death, but they Mm. are spoiled. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm. some of them are rotten to the core, where they're like, oh, well, daddy will get it for me, and I'm like, what? (laughs) So then I will joke with my parents half the time. And I'm like, oh, daddy, are you going to get it for me? And my dad's like, get out of my face. Like, no. <laughs> He's like, go buy it yourself. So it's just funny, like, seeing the different dynamics because that's why I'm also curious as to where a lot of the stereotypes do come from mm-hmm. because a majority of the time when it comes to them, I don't really see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more so like one small speck out of like all of these other yep. qualities that gets pointed out. And I just don't know where it comes from. Like, that's why true. focus on that one thing? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. So I have two questions for y'all, just because you guys are on, like, two opposite sides of the spectrum, right? Like, a huge family and then the only child life. So my first question is, so when you're, because of the way in which you were raised, like, your house setting, the house environment, do you feel as though you seek solitude more or do you seek kind of um, relationships, intimacy, all of that? Right, so I'll take their ins yeah. on this one. So I definitely think I'm the type of person where I really seek out relationships. Um, just because, you know, from my perspective, like, I, I don't know, this might be the dumbest thing. But for me, there's one day that I actually get kind of sad sometimes. And I refuse to go on social media half the time during the day because of it. And it's National Sibling Day Mm -hmm. because I see everything. And not many people know this, but National Only Child Day is the day after National Sibling Day. Wow. So I like would post on that. And then some people would comment back because I remember I posted on I think it was like two years ago. Mm -hmm. And people were like, every day is National Only Child Day. And I'm like okay well every day is national sibling day since your parents popped out your siblings like okay (laughs) so it's i find it more so like in my family because i don't have that Mm built-in best friend i guess you could say i more so like focusing on relationship building especially with my cousins and like the few close friends that i do Mm -hmm. have because then i do know at the end of the day like like we were talking on before i do have someone that i can go to when i'm having 
relationship problems mm-hmm. or when I just need like someone to listen to me or when I just want to go out and get some drinks and just have a good time and forget about everything. Yeah. So it's more so I try my best to keep up with my relationships because I know that like I have gotten a lot back in return mm-hmm. for them. And I'm also a person that's really big with reciprocation. I think mm-hmm. you can't have a good relationship unless you have communication and reciprocation Mm -hmm. because if something is only one-sided like eventually it's going to get to the point where you can't pour from an empty cup yeah that's true so if you're constantly giving to people and this can go for friends and family it's eventually not going to work and you're going to hit a breaking point yeah Mm -hmm. that's so true um so do i do i seek solitude as um a being in a big family um i think I think now I do, um, but I don't necessarily seek it on purpose. I am just like, I fall into it because I sometimes I kind of have no choice. Um, but I think overall I do prefer to be around meaningful relationships, meaningful relationships. And I say that because um, I can, I do now like my alone time, but I would rather and I would prefer to be one, I would prefer to be around my family. Um, and I think I'm now understanding that more, that even though through the chaos and like through the some, some of the issues that we've had, um, I really value strong relationships. So I think I do gravitate towards more finding those strong relationships um, and honing in and holding on to those strong relationships rather than like, seeking solitude even being from a big family because i think it is because i'm so family oriented and so used to having a lot of people around me i do often sometimes find it weird that i'm alone like if i'm alone in my own thoughts for too long like i start to like question okay like where is everybody or like Mm -hmm. what's going on or like okay like maybe am i going through something that like i need someone to talk to um so i definitely would probably say that i seek relationships more than like being alone i feel that because when i'm home alone for like 0.2 seconds i'm like this it's isn't fun it's, it's not so, fun where is it's everybody quiet. It's yeah. quiet no i don't like it at all mm-hmm. um so my second question for you guys is because of the way in which you were raised um do you feel as though you want to have a big family of your own or do you want to kind of <coughs> I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer right now. I do not want a big family. Why? I do not want a big family. I can nope, 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 nope. So adamant. See, um, (laughs) the way the um, patterns in my family is going. My grandmother had twelve. My mama had eight. My sister. I'll make sure she has four. I'm gonna have two. Dang. Yeah, it's not more like a six. No, 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 Brandy. You need to pay attention to the pattern. Okay. (laughs) No, I. I don't want a big family because I think I have enough siblings to give me that feeling of being a big family, right? And, like, I don't think I personally have to pop out, you know, seven in order for me to be fulfilled. Um, But at the same time, I don't know what God's plan is. And me talking all this ish could make him be like, I'm going to make sure you have (laughs) ten, you know? And I can't get mad at God for that. But at the same time... um, I do, I have, I think it also stems more from, since I am the, on, on the older side of my family, my siblings, I have seen the amount of, I don't want to say struggle, but 
the work that both mm-hmm. my parents have to put in in order to make sure that all eight of their kids feel loved. And they are amazing people, hands down, but I don't think I can do that. Mm-hmm. And so it takes so much out of you. And even my mom, since we, me and my mom are very close, like so much out of her. And like just seeing that like constantly always thinking about everybody else but yourself, that's a lot for any human being. And so I don't think I personally want a big family. I would be satisfied if <laughs> if I had one and oops is two, tie it up is three. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it's interesting though because my, my sisters and I were very close in age. So I didn't see them like grow up, but you kind of like raise your younger yeah. siblings. So for you, you like you've had that experience. Yeah. But I know I want to have a lot of kids because yeah, like we're all three years apart. Like, because <laughs> mm. you want a big family. Honestly, I want more of like an average family. So mm-hmm. I want at least I definitely know I want two mm-hmm. because growing up as an only child, which I found funny from your question, like do you seek out solitude? And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. just in the sense where like for me being home alone and like I could be there for you know hours on end by myself that's also still normal just as much as it is being around a lot of people for me Mm -hmm. so like I've been able to I guess like Mm self-soothe in a way so Mm -hmm. I am able to keep myself entertained even when I'm not around people for a long period of time so for me that hasn't always been an issue um but I definitely know for a fact that you know just as much as there's pros and cons to having siblings, there's definitely that with being an only child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to do that to my kids. So if I were to have one, I would definitely want to at least have one more if mm-hmm. God allows it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because then, you know, kind of like with you guys, like that's a built-in best friend. Like no matter mm-hmm. what you're going through in life, you know yeah. that you have someone there that is your constant connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have this thing with odd numbers. So I really do want three. But if I were to have four, factories closed. <laughs> factories closed. <laughs> factories closed. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, we always, I think, I've always thought, like, those who were only children wanted, like, a big family. Like, always wanted a big family. That's what I do. I do get. Well, I definitely think defining the term of a big family, because, like, <laughs> I can't do no Kate plus eight type thing. Oh, no. At all. <laughs> and it's like mm-hmm. you said, like, even hearing you talk about your family, I'm mm-hmm. like, God bless your parents, because Seriously. I I know I couldn't do something mm-hmm. like that or wouldn't want to put myself in a predicament like that yeah. just because it's sure. a lot. Mm-hmm. And also, like, hearing... You know both of your perspectives in terms of like something like attention can have a big mm-hmm. effect on a kid so i would want to make sure that you know with the amount that i have that god allows me to have like mm-hmm. i want to make sure that i am fulfilling all of their needs yeah. in the way that they feel you know mm-hmm. important and comfortable and i definitely think two or three that's like for me yeah that's about it <laughs> that's it for you that that that's that's true um and i think like every time i do tell people and I think that's a shock people always are shocked when they say and I say like I know I want like two or like I don't want a big family because it's like oh my gosh y'all be so great as a mom I was like I know I know thank you so much (laughs) I'll be so great as a mom to those two kids that God will give me because that's it um and like to Brandy's point like I I had the opportunity to like you know see how kids develop see how my siblings grow see and watch that beautiful process it's a beautiful thing but you know it is a lot of work and I definitely think that 
God blesses certain people on this earth to have big families and handle it. And I'm mm. just not that. God, you hear me? <laughs> I don't think I'm that one, okay? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Not I. How many do you want, Brandy? I want six children. Yeah. Crazy. Leave me alone. Yes, I want six, six kids. Not six one, kids. not four, but six. Six. Six, just, yeah. I always wanted, like, a big family because, um, like, I wasn't, I think it's interesting, Christina, you saying how close you were to your cousins. Like, I'm close with my cousins, with some of my cousins, and then some of my cousins I'm not so close with. So, like, my sisters are literally, like, my anchors. We call mm-hmm. each other each other's anchors because, like, we literally hold each other down. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I just want my kids to have, like, a lot of love siblings and love. And I feel like I have right so much there. love to mm-hmm. give. And I love children i love children that's great so um clearly mm-hmm. brandy's gonna be one of those people who are who god blesses to be able to handle a big family and we're gonna send all of our blessings towards brandy <laughs> because she's gonna have a lot of kids right so we're gonna do play that with them. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> no, seriously um but yeah so to like wrap it up like what is your what would you say since we are like talking about siblings talk about families what would you say is like your best memory whether it's with siblings, whether it's your, like, cousins, whether it's your family in general, your best memory overall. Or one of your best memories. Can I get a second? Let me think. <laughs> so I definitely think for me, growing up, my family was very keen on going on vacation every mm-hmm. single year. And honestly, one of my fondest memories was one of my uncles actually had a house in Cape Cod. And we would go to Cape Cod every year. Like, what, even if we went on another vacation, like, we always knew that Cape Cod was either squeezed in for a week or a weekend, mm-hmm. always. And what I loved about it was that my uncle had this house, and he had just bought it. And one of the best memories I had was me and a bunch of my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents, my great aunts and uncles. We all literally slept on the floor of that house if we didn't mm-hmm. have rooms. Mm-hmm. And then waking up in the morning going to the beach but also like having like a giant breakfast together and everyone was just pitching in and just having a good time Mm -hmm. I think that was one of my more fond memories because more times than less you would think that a memory like that would come from someone with a lot of siblings yeah versus me Mm -hmm. I just come from a very family-oriented Italian family Mm -hmm. so I think more so when I do look back on my childhood I have tons of memories with people um and I really do have my family to thank for that. Like, mm-hmm. my parents always, you know, reassured me that even though I was by myself, I wasn't ever fully by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that always made me feel good in the sense where, like, I never got singled out because I wasn't somebody's sibling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, it's Christina just tagging along, mm-hmm. you know? And it would always be the same on my end where my parents would always be the first ones to jump and be like oh have the kids come to our house Mm. you know just come hang out like with christina like we can have a great time or whatever so i definitely think you know cape cod summers were my favorite that's beautiful brandy you got yours finally um (laughs) i would say honestly it's just like the dumb stuff my sisters and i would do like just like the recklessness like we would literally spend like sun up to sundown growing up like outside riding our bikes like 
playing with like I don't even know like mm-hmm. it was just like so good like I think childhood and I think even now because my older sister she's a nurse so she works a lot and then I'm in school and then my younger sister she's in school um and she lives on campus so like the times that all three of us are together is like the best because it's so rare and it doesn't happen as often anymore it's literally just like two people mm-hmm. or like one of us like it's never usually like the three of us anymore so the moments that I can like get that I hold on to mm-hmm. that so that's nice that's nice and y'all won't see me when those <laughs> <laughs> um so I think my overall like best memories would like similar to like the dumb stuff that we would do but like my family's very um heavy on music and like music is definitely at the center of like what a lot of that we do and a lot of the games that we do also um and so i remember like sunday nights after church we would be coming home late but like we would be up in the car whether we would sing a song or we would make up a song and like we would walk into the house singing the song as a group and it's just in those moments that's when i i would realize like oh my gosh i have i have a choir and like i could only have this choir if my parents you know you know us also i be thinking sometimes like just a side note like my parents could have chose not to have us and like sometimes that hurts like they really could have chose not to have but they did they chose us right but back (laughs) into it right um but you know having literally like you know having all the parts of the choir in my house like that's something that i find is so beautiful and you know one of my fondest memories because we all, you know, love music and like that's definitely for my parents, but like we all had the chance and opportunity to grow up where we would, you know, be in the house together, someone would start a song, we would all fill in with the song and like those are the moments where you could feel the love that we had for each other, like through what we were doing and like the most randomest songs ever. So that would definitely be my fondest memories of my siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag um, siblinghood, I guess. Yes. <laughs> hashtag only child. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag family. <laughs> hashtag family. Um, honestly, you don't. Someone, I think there's a saying that you don't choose your family. You don't choose the family that you're born into, and that's for sure. You don't choose the family that you're born into, but you can choose to love them, and you can choose whether they become your best friends or not. And you know, even if you don't have you know siblings you have relationships around you to foster into you know siblinghood as brandy would say it or you know (laughs) that you know ride or die or that like anchor that you have throughout your life so we hope you use this moment to take a reflection on how your family who your family is and you know love your family Mm. and all that jazz um so i guess that wraps it up christina what's one thing you want to leave all the Mm -hmm. only child life chasers with listen up (laughs) honestly if there's one thing that i can say to any of the only children like obviously you are not alone and i know for Mm -hmm. a lot of Mm -hmm. only children that i do know it's it can be very isolating because you know a lot of times people could say that, you know, your parents spoil you, but there's also only children out there that their parents don't give them the time of day. Mm. And they're kind of just there or being raised by nannies or something like mm-hmm. that. So I definitely want to say that, you know, you can, you do have that support and you can go out and make connections that yeah. will feel just like what it would be like 
to have a sibling or other people in your family. Um, and yeah. Wow. That was so Thank beautiful. you so much for that. Wow. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. For um, sure. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Life Goes mm-hmm. On Podcast and on Twitter at Life Goes On Pod. P O D. Mm-hmm. It's your girl Brandy, y'all. Good to see Judy, Jude, and once again our special, special guest, Christina Puccio. Yes. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you me. all so Bye, much. Y'all. Stay up. Be breezy. 